Welcome back to another episode of VTG Chats, sponsored by Arts DuPage. Today, we will be talking to Kevin Taylor, who has been very active with VTG in a variety of areas. Let's get started. All right, we're here with Kevin Taylor, who's been very active and a valuable member to VTG. Thank you, Kevin, for joining us. Thank you for having me. So let's get started. And, you know, going back to your beginnings, how did you first get involved with theater? With theater in general, I always had an interest in theater, um, whether it started out first by seeing theater and falling in love with live theater and as a kid and saying, I want to do that. And I never revisited that idea until after my uh, first son was born. I had been working for almost a decade. um, And then I uh, left that job to stay home and raise him. Um, And then after about a year of that, I started to feel like I was going crazy because I no longer had um, grownups to talk to. uh, And I I had no creative outlet. So that's when I thought, well, let me visit this idea of theater and see if it was something that I could even do. So I was looking at local theaters in my area. Um, There weren't, I mean, there are some in this area, but none at the time were playing any shows I was familiar with or wanted to see. Um, So that's when I was looking at the area around Glen Ellen, which is where I grew up. Um, and I discovered Village Theater Guild, and they were playing a. Sh- a pl- uh, they were doing a play that I was familiar with, that I had read, and I said, "Oh, I want to go and see that." Um, so it was called Next Fall, and I went and I saw it, and I loved it. And um, the very next show that they were doing was Joined at the Head, and I said, "Let me go and audition." And so I was cast and met the. Um, notorious Sue Keenan, who wasn't working on that production, but she uh, was directing the very next show. And um, Cynthia told me that I should audition for that show as well. And I was cast and the rest was pretty much history. I mean, that was the show that I fell in love with so many people. And um, it was called Other Desert Cities. It was about a family and I, fellow castmates and uh, people that worked on the crew, I really felt like a family. So that's what, um, and I've been there ever since. And how long ago was that when you, you got involved? So um, Joined at the Head was the first show of the 2013-2014 season. Um, Other Desert Cities auditioned and rehearsed toward the end of 2013 and then opened January of 2014. Um, and uh, so, yeah. So after, you, you know, you got in, into VTG and you kind of talked about some of your productions there when you started. Um, Did it open up other aspects of theater, backstage, you know, production staff? Uh, What, what did you do, you know, once you were a member? Absolutely. So um, during rehearsals of joined at the head is when the season kickoff started. And that's when I first met Sue Keenan and I was talking to her. I remember standing out front of the theater, the weather was beautiful. So we dined outside and um, just telling her how interested I was in theater, how much I wanted to learn about every aspect. Um, I was fortunate enough to my first thing to be um, cast in a show 
uh, but I wanted to learn everything from um, what goes on in the tech booth with sound and lights, what goes on with props and what goes into producing a show, what goes on to running the theater as a whole, not just a production. And, um, and she was very, um, like she, she was the main reason, uh, that I stayed with Village Theater Guild and got involved. She can be very persuasive. Um, she had been lobbying me for the longest time to join the board, which I finally did um, a couple years ago. Um, and uh, I've, I've been fortunate enough to be able to do almost everything as far as committees um, for a production, committees for the theater um, in general, um, and the different parts, both in cast and crew. So I know you, you know, you had a desire to get involved and you talked to Sue and obviously you did other things, but, um, you know, kind of going back to, you know, how was that first uh, production you were in? I mean, did it live up to your expectation? Did it exceed it? I mean, can you give, <laughs> give more specifics about yeah. how that, well, how um, that was? Uh, so I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. Um, people, a, a lot of people know this story that um, had it not been, and I'm probably going to talk about Sue a lot, so for those listening, forgive me, um, but had it not been for her bringing me, uh, casting me in other desert cities, I might not have stayed. Um, I don't know if I would have stayed in theater at all, let alone Village Theater Guild, because the um, the, the joint at the head, I there are, there are people that, I got to work with who are amazing, incredible people. There are people that um, not so much. Um, and then there are those who are difficult to work with, but I grew to love over time. Um, but just that, that particular production, um, it being my first, I think I would have, I, I, I do remember thinking to myself, is this what it's like? Uh, I don't know if I'm cut out for this. I mean, it being my first time, I, I, I was a lot of, am I cut out for this questioning? And um, I think what really, what, what made me stay was, was Desert Cities doing that show and, and, and realizing, oh, this is what it can be. That was an amazing experience. And that's why I stayed with Village Theater Guild and theater in general, I think. Well, well yeah, Sue is a definite, you know, positive ambassador. I, I didn't know her, you know, as well as you or have lengthy conversations, but you know, I would see her, one of the founders, just doing house, helping out on special events, you know, passing out refreshments. So definitely friendly to all, willing to do everything, oh, yeah. always willing to talk to someone who's new. Oh, yes. She loved new people. So one of the recent things you've done after a lengthy hiatus was Mothers and Sons. Can you talk about that process, your interest in it initially, and then how the first set of rehearsals were going and then obviously a week to go before opening everything got shut down for 19 months and talk about that including how it was to work with your son Cameron yeah so that um I loved the play Mothers and Sons um I'm gonna bring your name up again Sue is the one who first told me about it um she had read the play and said, they just did this show on Broadway. It was with Tyne Daly. Read it. I think you'll like it. Um, I know she really wanted to direct it, but they weren't um, releasing the rights at the time when she was chosen to direct a show. Um, 
So she ended up going with something else. But by the time um, we got the rights for it and Jackie Mira was directing, um, I said, okay, it's, it's, it's a, it's an awesome show. I definitely want to do it. I know. And I was, I was kind of lobbying my son Cameron to get into, um, theater. So the previous summer, the summer of 19, he did the kids on stage program, uh, at VTG and, um, and he, he loved it. He absolutely loved it. And I asked him if he wanted, if he was interested in doing a, um, main stage play, like a full play. And he was hemming and hawing and like, you know, it sounds like it's fun, but I don't know. And so I actually was going to, um, an audition, uh, rehearsal, like practice for, um, audition with a, with a couple of friends of, um, who were interested in auditioning for the show. And I, I said, Cameron, just come in and read the part. Um, we just need somebody to read it. So during these few scenes that we're going to practice, and um, so he did, and he ended up really liking it. And but still, I, I think he had some trepidation, um, still not knowing what it was going to be like. Um, so even the day of auditions, I I think he was a a, a no. <laughs> but I pretty much I said you, you I really think you're going to like the experience. Um, and so he ended up going and getting cast, and he was eight I, yeah he was eight years old almost nine and um i remember jackie saying that she the character of bud was supposed to be six and she said she wanted a, an actor who was eight and a little bit more mature um which is what happened and then we all know uh covid shut that down we had our finals dressed sunday ready to go we were costumes lights sound all like everything props everything everything ready to go um and then we had to shut down just for two weeks they said <laughs> and uh, we all know how that went um but by the time it was it was time to go up cameron was no longer eight he was 10 um and still still wanted to do it and i'm like i still want to do it too and uh karen and uh, Bronson, who played Catherine, and Tony Lage, who played Cal. Um, we were all, and of course, Jackie directing and Lisa Dolnix um, stage managing. Everybody was uh, was on board and let's do this. And um, it turned out to be, I think, um, better maybe than what it would have been before the shutdown. Um, I can't explain why. <laughs> Well, not being in your shoes, but I can, I would just imagine, you know, just staying with it and, you know, the, the, I mean, you're always happy to be in a show that's meaningful, but after such a long delay and finally coming to fruition, that must've been really deeply satisfying. Yeah. And I was, I was actually just talking to my sister about this today. Um, I, I feel like it, the show just saturated for that 19 months that we were, we were with it. And every single, you know, if there was a movie that I watched during, during the pandemic or a TV show, I would, I would be able to ask myself, how would my character respond to this? Um, and so I feel like, you know, anybody that does a show for a rehearsal for six or eight weeks, that's how long you have your character. And that's how long you have to develop your character alongside your director. And, having all that extra time, I think, and I, and 
I don't want to speak for them, but I think um, Karen and Tony also um, felt this way that just being with these people for so long just gave you that much more um, empathy to how they would react to certain um, scenarios. That's great. Now, this is a question I didn't ask you or send to you earlier, but kind of going off this process, I know you were kind of developing the character by various ways, like you mentioned, but did you have a plan as far as, I know the timeline was unknown, and then as it got more definite, did you have a plan as far as how am I going to keep working on lines, or did you have a schedule, or just go by what you felt? Yeah, so um, we, when the when the board said that we are looking at the fall of 2021 for um, lining up this season, um, the Jackie got with us and um, and said, "Let's figure out a schedule when we can first meet together. Uh, we'll go through the play. We'll see how like we'll get it on its feet. See where we're at because the set was still up." and had been there. We just had to take down the cobwebs. Um, the, like to see where we were at. Um, and that first time we got together, um, I, for speaking for myself, I had not remembered all of my lines the time we were for, for the time we were shut down. So, um, I'm, I'm like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'll do this, but I'm probably going to be on book for it. Um, Cameron, of course, has a memory like an elephant, uh, so he knew all of his. Um, and Karen and Tony, who had the majority of the lines in the play altogether, they showed up completely off book, so I felt completely irresponsible. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I didn't prepare like I should have. I thought this was just like, you know, a get together and see where we're at, and apparently you guys are all at the three-yard line, and I'm back, you know, getting snacks still. Um, so it was, uh, but Jackie was really, really good about it. it. It was almost as if we had like just another regular six weeks to, um, to get, you know, our lines and um, fixing the blocking and just, just essentially making the play what it turned out to be. So she was, she was very good about um, making sure that we didn't feel unpre in, uh, unprepared, even though I, it, but that was my fault showing up that first day. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a strange process. However many times the length of your rehearsal period, rather than the six to eight weeks, yeah. you've had 19 months. So along the way, you, you added directing to your resume. You've done a lot of things. What kind of led to that decision that you were ready to try it? And are, do you get a deeper satisfaction or sense of achievement by acting or directing, or does it just depend on the project? You know, I think it's, it definitely depends on the project. I think it depends on um, your mood. I, um, directing is kind of like having children. You're never ready uh, until you actually do it. You never think you're going to be ready. Um, so I, uh, I had, I had uh, worked tech for other uh, productions, both sound. I got into sound design, um, working lights to try and figure out, um, different areas and then finally Sue Keenan convinced me that I should start uh, thinking about directing so I'm like okay let me let me start look at the criteria so I'm like I have to direct two programs for after the meetings so I 
the first piece I chose was um, a two cast little short little funny scene um, and that I cast Linda Rodemaker and John Vanopel in and they were fantastic and then um, later that I think it was later that year uh, I had chosen to do the December uh, membership meeting because I wanted to put on this big huge Christmas program um, I wanted to essentially show those making the decision on the executive search committee this is what you're going to get if you choose me to direct so I had a cast of nine or ten I think it was I had lights I had sound I had a stage manager for that it, I had it was this big thing um, which I thought would be special for uh, the, the Christmas time. So we did a Christmas-themed program, um, which I loved. And uh, I, was, I was selected to direct the, the following um, season, and that's when I chose Vanya and Sonia and Masha and Spike. Um, Sue Keenan produced for me. Um, and I fell in love with directing. Um, Lisa Dolnix was my stage manager. She's she's my my right hand buddy. She was instrumental in so much that went into the production, um, and I uh, so much to the point where when I directed a second show, I asked her to stage manage for me. I couldn't think about doing it without her. Um, but that was I, I fell in love with directing, and um, I think right after that, um, I went back to acting because I missed being on the stage. But yeah, I think it's just your mood. And uh, it's definitely the project. There was no part for me in Vanya. There was no part for me in Souvenir, the second show I directed. Um, I don't know if I could direct somebody in a part that I might have wanted to be in. Um, I haven't, that hasn't happened yet um, for me to test that. But I, I, I feel like I, I, I would be, you know, nice to the person who would play a part I could play, but <laughs> we would see. Well, you mentioned Sue and Lisa, and they're both great. We talked about welcoming new people, encouraging them. That's how I always felt. You know, I've worked at different places that don't always have that attitude, but that's how you grow. I mean, if you just have the same seven to 10 people in every show, I mean, after a while that you're just kind of plateau, you can't, you can't yeah. grow any further. And I think even you, when I did the program after one meeting, uh, you helped out doing lights for that. So it's kind of pay it forward from them to you and then you to me. So yeah, I appreciate well, that. And, and, and that's the thing. So, so many theaters in the area have a bad uh, reputation of not letting people in, like being clicky and not letting people in. Um, I don't like others may find that to be the case at Village Theater Guild. I never felt that, and I try to make sure nobody feels that because of me. Um, and if anybody does feel like, oh, I just I keep auditioning there, I want to get in, I want to get in with the crowd, um, but but they're just so clicky. I mean, if you're listening to this, call me. I'll you know we'll we'll find a place for you if you want to if you want to join the theater because you're right. You're you're gonna plateau. Um, and you're not going to have a theater if you don't have people willing to help, especially I think in these times where there are, are a lot more theaters out there, there's a lot more competition to get, um, members to work shows and to, to keep the theater alive and can catch more bees with honey, I guess. Exactly. Now, are there any projects out there that you still want to do? 
I always, always, always something that I want to do. Um, you know, as far as like, I, I, I'm not one of those people that is like, oh, I have a dream role. I would just die to play that. Um, but I'm sure there are things that I would love to be in. There are sure there are things I'd love to do. Um, I, with, with Vanya being the first thing I directed, I, I knew I wanted a comedy. Um, because I think I, that's, that's my strong area as uh, comedy. And I, when I, I've always wanted to direct a musical and um, I never felt like I was ready to make that leap because there's so much that goes into a musical. So that's why the second play that I chose was Souvenir, which is a semi-musical. It, it, it's a play with music. Um, you know, the, uh, Doug Orlick, who played Cosme, um, the guy who played the piano, he acted as our uh, our makeshift music director, working with uh, Christine and getting her vocals to sound absolutely wretched, as was needed <laughs> with the play. Um, and so I think my next, um, I'm working on something right now, but I think the next thing I want to do for Village Theatre Guild is a musical for the space. I love the the intimate space we have um i know our our motto is intimate space infinite possibilities and i would like to do uh like a smaller musical that's not you know just like a piano and a few people we had we've had a um a couple of those in our in our since the time that i've been there um one being um oh my gosh i'm blanking on the name doug Warlick just directed it a couple summers ago um and it was, it was, it was, it was six people and it was funny and touching. And it was just, it was the perfect musical for our space. And, and that's, I, I don't, I don't know what it is, but um, I'm sure the play reading committee will, will find something that's perfect and will speak to me. And so that, um, that's a long winded way of me saying that that's my, ne my next VTG project as far as directing. That's what I would love to do. Now, just in general, I know you worked other places. Uh, is there anything definite that's coming up next for you? Yeah, I'm. Uh, over, I've done a couple of um, acted in a, a few shows over at Wheaton Drama. Um, they're musicals mostly, um, and I uh, am directing Sister Act the musical. It uh, it opens September sixteenth. We're in the early stages of, of planning. We have our creative crew, um, and we're we're just starting to plan how production meetings and plan how everything's going to go. I'm really excited, looking forward to that. We'll probably audition um, in maybe early mid July, probably earliest July. That's what we're ironing out right now. Congratulations on that. Thank you. So I had interviewed uh, Lisa Lisa Dolnix before. One of you know your right hand, and I asked her this question. So I thought this might be something to ask anyone from VTG. Money being no object, what what would be three improvements you would have done to the theater if you could? Oh my gosh, three improvements, huh? Improvements okay. or enhancements, however you want to say. Yeah. Additions. Definite, definite enhancements. Um, it's this is this is kind of difficult for me because I. I, I spoke a little bit about the space. I love the the amount of things that we're able to do because um, 
we have such an intimate space. I feel like it's, it's certain shows uh, benefit from having the audience right there to having um, people being able to see facial expressions close up and we're able to do um, not just serious dramas to see, you know, to see that, but also, you know, like so much, uh, it goes into comedy that's just facial, um, and the audience can see it. And I, I just, I love that space. Um, but if I had an unlimited budget, I would tear down, <laughs> tear down the building because it's a very old schoolhouse and rebuild it with like maybe a, a bigger dressing room, maybe some more bathrooms, <laughs> um, but I would still want to have a similar um, size space. I think having just 57 people in the audience um, in that little, it's amazing the amount we're able to do. I saw the set for um, Arsenic and Old Lace that's going up next and it is incredible. And it, it's similar to what we had with Vanya. We had all of these, you know, intricate um, like stairway up this way and doorway over here. It's so incredible what people smarter than me uh, can do with this space. So I would want to maintain that. Um, and I would love to pave the parking lot. Yes. <laughs> it's, 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 um, that would be a money no object because I know there's a lot that would have to go into turning gravel into, or um, yeah, the gravel into pavement. I just want to thank you again for sharing your ideas, experiences, thoughts about VTG, sharing your process, talking about some of the things that stood out to you. And I know people are going to be interested and I, I learned a lot. And yeah, there's, there can never be enough talk about Sue Keenan. So I appreciate that as well. See you soon. Thanks for having me. I'll be around. And thank you for listening to VTG Chats. Please visit our sponsor, Arts DuPage at artsdupage.org. Check back soon for a new episode. Until then, always remember, wherever you go, there you are.